Excellent. Please open up your Bibles uh, to Proverbs chapter 1. Proverbs chapter 1. And just to say to the children, the children have been doing so, so well in our service. As I always say, the children are just as welcome in here as all the adults are. And what I've got for the children is this this Aldi bag here. I've got something in the Aldi bag. You know, whenever you buy something from Aldi, it's absolutely spectacular, isn't it? So I've got something amazing in here for you after the service. So I've given you sheets, and on the front of the sheets, you can write those out. But on the back, it's, it's all empty, so you can do colors, or you can say whatever you want uh, for me on the sheet. And if you don't have colors, and if you don't have a sheet, but you're still a child... I might still have something for you, okay? So do come, do come to me afterwards. We're delighted to have you here and um, delighted that you can be a part of the service. So Proverbs chapter 1, uh, this morning we are going to be in verses 20 to 33. Proverbs chapter 1, verses 20 to 33. Shall we pray and ask the Lord to speak to our hearts? Let's pray. Our God, we ask... Uh, that you would speak to us through your word, in the power of your word, change our hearts and our lives. May we have attentive ears this morning to hear from you. God, so much this week we confess we've ignored you. We've gone our own ways, frustrated, tired, sick, sad. All of this stuff that comes with this world. Help us just for this moment, Lord. Help us focus upon you. Too often, I confess, I ignore the wisdom that you give to me. Pray we would not ignore it this morning. In your precious and most wonderful name, amen. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 20. Let's read it together. Proverbs chapter 1, verse 20. Wisdom cries aloud in the street. In the markets she raises her voice. At the head of the noisy streets she cries out. At the entrance of the city gates she speaks How long, O simple ones, will you love being simple? How long will scoffers delight in their scoffing and fools hate knowledge? If you turn at my reproof, behold, I will pour out my spirit to you. I will make my words known to you. Because I have called and you have refused to listen. Have stretched out my hand and no one has heeded. Because you have ignored all my counsel and would have none of my reproof. I also will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when terror strikes you. And when terror strikes you like a storm and your calamity comes like a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you, then they will call upon me. But I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, but will not find me. Because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord. And would have none of my counsel and despised all my reproof. Therefore, they shall eat the fruit of their way. 
and have their fill of their own devices. For the simple are killed by their turning away. And the complacency of fools destroys them. But whoever listens to me will dwell secure and will be at ease without dread. God's word to us. This word is really encouraging to us because what it says to us is this. Wisdom does not whisper. She shouts. And that is good news for you and me. The wisdom, she's not this quiet little lady who goes about her business timid in the corner. No, wisdom, she shouts. Wisdom, she cries out. And that is really good news for you and me. Do you know why that's good news for you and me? Because we need wisdom every day. Do you know why we need wisdom every day? Because we make decisions every single day. I want you to think about that for a second. Think about the amount of decisions that you have to make every single day. The little insignificant decisions, the significant decisions, the very important decisions, all of these decisions come about you every single day. In fact, Microsoft, they were advertising this app about three or four years ago as like a to-do list app. And it's this app that promises, you know, if you get this app, I'll organize your life and your life will be so much better. And usually I buy those apps and they never work. (laughs) This to-do list app, you, you buy it and apparently it promises you help with all those decisions. And as they were advertising this app... What they said is that on average, human beings make 35,000 decisions a day. And I thought to myself, 35, that, that sounds like a lot. And then I thought to myself, how on earth could they figure that out? You know, how could you determine actually what a decision is and, and, you know, how many decisions you have to make and what's a big one, what's a small one? Like, how could they actually know? And so I'm not sure if what the research behind that was, but I think even just conservatively, we could say this. We make thousands of decisions every single day. We make thousands of decisions every single day. And you and I, we need wisdom for those thousands of decisions. Because as those decisions are presented to us, do you know what? We have a choice to make. Will we follow the wisdom of God or will we follow the wisdom of the world? And every single day, those decisions are coming before us. And we need wisdom for that. And the good news is that wisdom does not whisper. Wisdom, she shouts. Did you hear that in the first few verses? Verse 20. Wisdom cries aloud in the street. In the markets, she raises her voice. At the head of the noisy streets, she cries out. At the entrance of the city gates, she speaks. The idea is this, wherever you go, wisdom, she's there right with you. You go to the streets and she's popping up. Follow me, follow me, follow me. You go to the markets just to buy something and she's still there. Follow me, follow me, follow me. You go to the noisy streets and you think, I'm not going to hear her here. And she shouts over the noisy streets. Follow me, follow me, follow me. You go to the city gates and the city gates were the city gates of the time, but they were also the courthouse of the time. And you go to the courthouse and wisdom, there she is again, shouting at you, follow me, follow me, follow me. The good news for us is that wisdom does not whisper in our decisions. Wisdom, she shouts. 
And remember I told you that in, in, the, in, the, in, the, in the first section, first nine chapters of Proverbs, you have these ten speeches, these father-son speeches, a father talking to his son and speaking to his son. And you can imagine the father saying this, listen, I want my son to follow the ways of wisdom. I don't want my son to follow the ways of the world. But, but as a father, you have to think to yourself, how am I going to get my son to listen to me? How am I going to get him to, to listen to wisdom and not the way of the world? And you can imagine the father scratching his head wondering, how am I going to do this? How am I going to get this across to my son that he should listen to wisdom? I know what I'll do, says the father. I'll talk about wisdom as if she is a beautiful woman. Then my son, he'll listen. I'll talk about her as though she's this beautiful and glorious woman. And she, then, surely he will perk up his eyes, won't he? I mean, I think about it in in past Irish. As I was studying past Irish, I wonder if my teacher started talking about Irish as a, a beautiful woman. I wonder would I have listened a little bit more. I know the lad's heads would have perked up. This is what the father is doing. There is this, there is this beautiful woman that you are ignoring and I want you to listen to her. Now, later in the chapters in Proverbs, he's, he's gonna, he's gonna talk about another woman, woman folly that, that you could listen to as well. But there's this beautiful wood, woman wisdom. And, and my son, as, as you go around the decisions of your life, this woman, she does not whisper, she shouts. And you know what, son? This woman, she wants you. Do you think he's going to listen to that? I think he's going to listen to that. And here's how he says, she wants you. He says it in, in verse 23. If you turn at my reproof, speaking as the woman wisdom, if you turn at my reproof, behold, I will pour out my spirit to you. I will make my words known to you. So, so Lady Wisdom is now talking to the son and saying, if you would listen to me, I'm shouting, I'm calling out to you. If you would listen to me, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to pour out my wisdom to you. I'm going to pour out my spirit to you if you would only listen and hear. In all the decisions you have to make in life, son, would you listen? Listen to me. Wisdom, she does not whisper. Wisdom, she shouts. The problem is, We ignore her. We have thousands of decisions that we make in life. And I wonder how many times this week you had a choice between a wise decision and a foolish one and you chose the way of the fool. And the way of the fool is the way that leads to destruction and the way of wisdom is the way that leads to life. And wisdom she does not whisper, she shouts. But we ignore her. We ignore her. Me and Luana, we were walking in, in town the other day. And as we were walking in town, we saw um, uh, the, the Christian bookstore. It was, it was what we'd call Billy's Bookshop. It was the, the Christian bookshop. And as we walked past this Christian bookshop, I thought of this memory when I was 15 years old. It was one of my most precious memories at 15. Me and I had just become a Christian and my, my friends, they were, they were zealous for Jesus. And so what we did is we went to Billy's bookshop and we asked Billy, could he give us something to tell people about Jesus? And Billy 
all delighted. He gave us all these free tracks, you know, go out and, and take it out. You can hand them out. And, and so the three 15 year olds, we went off down to Patrick Street and, and we started to hand out these tracks to people. And one of my friends, he was qu- quite brave. He, he's still brave to this day. He's over in the state, state still preaching on the streets. And what he did was he, he got up on this little step on Patrick Street and he started preaching at 15 years old. And we started handing out these tracks. And, and what I noticed was there was all these different responses. One of, one of the greatest responses that day was there was these guys playing bagpipes. And they were so amazed that these 15-year-olds would, would do this type of thing that they said, you know what, I, I have this, this, this song that we can play for you. And, and what they started playing was, on the bagpipes, amazing grace, how sweet the sound. So here we are, three 15-year-olds. There's these guys with bagpipes playing amazing grace, and my friend is preaching. And what I noticed as all of this was happening, one of my favorite memories from my teenage years, as all of this was happening, I noticed people's different response. Some people, they walked on by. They just walked on by. Some people, they stopped for a second, impressed that this 15-year-old was shouting at them, but then they walked on by. Another person that day to this 15-year-old, this adult, walked past him and spat at him and then walked on by. And some stopped and they listened. Wisdom. She's preaching at us from the streets. She's shouting at us as Christians, calling on us to stop and listen to her in all the decisions we would make in life. She's shouting out to us, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. But here's what happens to us. Even as Christians, it's like we have our our earphones in with all the decisions that we're making. We have our phones in our hands and we're just walking on by and she's shouting and we kind of hear her, but we just go our own way. We make our own decisions in life and yet wisdom is right there for us, calling on us, wooing us. But the problem is we ignore her and we ignore her to our peril. And that's actually what Lady Wisdom says to us, that we end up ignoring her and we do this to our peril. It says this in verse 25. Because, or verse 24, because I called on you and you refused to listen. I stretched out my hand and no one is heeded because you have ignored all my counsel and would have none of my reproof. You see, wisdom does not whisper, she shouts. And yet what we often do, even as God's people, when she's shouting at us, we just walk on by. We're too busy to listen to her and what she has to say. But that is the way of the fool. That is the way of the fool. What um, the father does is he tries to think to himself, how am I going to get my son to listen? So I'm going to, in a poetic way, talk about Lady Wisdom as part of my speeches. And she is going to speak out to my son and say, "Will will will you listen to me, son? Turn to me. But what we've got to realize as Christians is we don't have wisdom as a poetic device as a woman. We actually have wisdom as a person. And that wisdom is Jesus Christ himself. 
He came in the flesh. And Paul says of him in in Colossians 2 verse 3, Paul says, In Christ are hidden all the treasures of wisdom and knowledge. In Christ. The testimony of Scripture again and again is that Christ has become the wisdom of God to us. Except again and again, we refuse to listen to Him. And He is shouting in our lives, isn't He? Think of all the speeches. You know, you think of all the speeches of Jesus and and we think of all the, the famous sermons that Jesus gave. Maybe the speech to the woman at the well when He speaks to her. Or maybe his speech in in Matthew 5, 6, and 7 on the Sermon on the Mount when he speaks. We think of all of these popular preaching activities that Jesus has done and he speaks out wisdom into our lives. But I was thinking this week, actually, some of my favorite speeches of Jesus were not when he was on a street corner or in a market, not when he was at the city gate, not when he was in someone's house. But some of his most impactful speeches in my life are when he was there on the cross. Because he said a lot on the cross, didn't he? Eli, Eli, lama sabachthani, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Father, forgive them, for they know not what they are doing. To the thief on the cross, what did he say? Today you will be with me in paradise. These are the sermons he preached from the cross, but probably the most effective one in my life and surely in your life is this. The time when he said on the cross, it is finished. Yet do you know what we do? We just walk on by. Walk on by. Walk on by. And we get so bowled over by the condemnation of our sin. And Jesus says to us, no, no, it is finished. But we walk on by. We get so bowled over by the condemnation of our sin, we forget the forgiveness. And yet we remember what he said to the thief on the cross. Today you will be with me in paradise. And what good work did the thief do? He did nothing. Wisdom still shouts at us through Jesus Christ. The question for us is, are you listening? Or are you ignoring Him? You look at verse um, 23, it says, If you turn at my reproof, behold, I will pour out my Spirit to you, and I will make my words known to you. If you would turn to wisdom, the wisdom of Christ, you will have the Spirit of Christ. The problem is we do not turn. And the question I have for you this morning is this. Have you turned to Christ? Have you listened to His voice when He has said the words, It is finished. Or are you just walking on by? Stop for a little second and walk on by. And even for us as Christians, that's a question for us too. Because you may have made the decision to turn to Jesus. But it is a constant turning, isn't it? 
We need to continually turn in repentance in our life. Yes, it's a once for all forgiveness, but we are constantly faced with decisions every single day. This week, you were tempted with sin. Every single one of us this week was tempted with sin. And some of us, we chose the path of folly. We chose the path of foolishness. And what Jesus is saying to you right now today is turn. Stop choosing the path of foolishness. And some of us, we have our pet sins. Our pet sins that we just keep on committing. And the Lord Jesus Christ is shouting to us from the streets. He is now whispering and He is calling on us to turn. And if we would turn, He would forgive us of our sin. That is the call to repent. And of all the decisions, that is the most important one we will ever make. Turn to Jesus and continue to turn to Jesus. And the reason we need to know that is because there are severe consequences for not listening to wisdom. Wisdom shouts. We ignore her. But we are called to listen because there are consequences. Look at what it says about the consequences of ignoring wisdom. Verse 29, or sorry, verse 25, because you have ignored all my counsel and would have none of my reproof, I will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when terror strikes you. When terror strikes you like a storm and your calamity comes like a whirlwind, when distress and anguish come upon you, then they will call on me, but I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, but they will not find me. There are consequences for ignoring wisdom. And we are experts, experts at ignoring wisdom. I'll confess this morning... I am an expert at making bad decisions. I'm a master at it. I make them all the time. Luana would say amen to it, but she doesn't want to embarrass me. I make bad decisions all the time. I make the wrong call all the time. I choose to ignore wisdom and I forget. If only we would remember when we're making our decisions, the consequences down the line, if only we would stop and pause and and think for a second and know, where is this going to lead? Where is this going to go? Where is this path going to lead me to? Because we're experts in ignoring wisdom. I was was doing this all my life. My brother and I, we were were on on holidays in France, right? (laughs) We go to holidays in France and we were, I don't know, 10, 11, 12. Whenever I say ages, I'm just making it up. I don't really know. We're just kind of young anyway. And we were running into this, this, this water park together. And what we did as we were running into this water park together, you know what you do as kids, you kind of scan and you look for the best slide you can find. And so we, we scanned the place and we saw this slide, you know what it's called? The kamikaze. And you know that's a good one. And so the kamikaze, it was shaped like this, like a vertical drop. And so me and my brother, we race over to this slide. And what happens at the start of this slide is you have this, this, this kind of cardboard cutout figure. And, and my brother and I stood by it. And he was the right size, but I was the wrong size. I had a choice to make. Way of foolishness. Way of wisdom. Way of foolishness. Way of wisdom. Way of foolishness. So I ignored it. 
And I started running up and you run up and it's a spiral staircase. This is literally what it is. And as I'm running up, I'm, I'm thinking of other words of wisdom. What are the other words of wisdom? My parents speaking words of wisdom. Don't do it, Shane. Don't do it, Shane. But then I hear them and, and way of foolishness, way of wisdom, way of foolishness, way of wisdom, way of foolishness. And I run up. But then I had one more thing that would stop me from my way of foolishness, the lifeguard. So we're standing, we're lining up, we're going, you know, row by row. I stand in the little square box of water that you stand on just as you're going. I'm holding on to the bar and the lifeguard looks at me and I look at him and we both know what's going on. And he says to me, quel age tu? What age are you? I didn't know French at the time, but I knew what he was saying. And I had a choice to make. Way of wisdom, way of foolishness, way of wisdom, way of foolishness. And at the corner of my eye, there was these lights, red light, then the green light. And I threw myself down that slide as hard as I could. The way of foolishness. That's a little kid. We do that all the time, don't we? We have all these decisions before us. And again and again, we could choose wisdom, but we choose foolishness. We could choose wisdom, but we choose foolishness. We could choose Christ, but we choose the world. What wisdom is saying to us is, there's consequences if you don't trust me. And one of the great convicting consequences of not listening to wisdom is verse 28. Did you see it? One day they will call on me, but then I will not answer. They will seek me diligently, but then it will be too late and they will not find me. One day, listen to me, one day it will be too late for you. One day it will be too late for you. On the day we meet the Lord Jesus Christ, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. But on that day you will scream for wisdom and mercy and that day will be too late. Today is the day to listen to wisdom. Today is the day of salvation. Today is the day to hear the wisdom of God speak into your life because one day it will be too late. We are called, brothers and sisters, to hear the words of wisdom shouting and screaming and speaking into our lives. These are the decisions we need to make. And you say, well, how am I going to listen to wisdom? How does wisdom shout into my life? If I have all of these decisions that I have to make, how is wisdom practically going to shout into my life? Because I want, Shane, I want to listen to the way of wisdom. But how does wisdom shout? You say, say wisdom speaks, but I have all these decisions. When am I going to get married? When am I going to buy a house? When am I going to have kids? All of these different decisions. Where am I going to work? Where am I going to live? Am I going to go to Spain? Am I going to stay in Ireland? We have all these decisions, all these practical big decisions to make in life. And you say to me, wisdom's shouting, but I don't hear wisdom. I don't know what to do. Wisdom is always shouting at us. We've heard that wisdom shouts at us through the Lord Jesus Christ. But also wisdom continues to shout at us 
through prayer. We heard that from the reading that we we had this morning. If anyone lacks wisdom, what should he do? Ask God. And he will receive. If you lack wisdom in a decision, all you need to do is ask God and you will receive the wisdom of God. The wisdom of God shouts to us through Jesus Christ. The wisdom of God shouts to us through prayer, except we ignore Christ and we ignore prayer. And you say, is there any other ways that wisdom shouts? Well, the wisdom shouts to us also through the Word of God. Not only through Christ, not only through prayer, but also through the Word of God. This Word is the words of wisdom into our lives. And you have a choice on Sunday mornings and you have a choice on Friday nights. Will I listen to the words of wisdom that are shouted at me? And sometimes we walk out of here and we say, God's not speaking. I can't hear him. I don't know what to do. I don't know how to live my life. And every single Sunday he speaks, he speaks, he speaks. We just walk on by you say, well, he shouts, he shouts through Christ, he shouts through prayer, he shouts through the word, but is there any other way he shouts? Yes, there is another way he shouts. The wisdom of God shouts through the people of God. The wisdom of God shouts to us through the people of God. But often, we ignore that wisdom. And we do that to our peril. If you're not a Christian this morning, you probably already think that Christians are weird. But let me just ramp it up a notch for you and so you can really think Christians are weird. Here's what Christians actually believe. Christians actually believe that once you've believed and trusted in the Lord Jesus Christ, you know what Christians believe? Christians believe that the Holy Spirit indwells us. That the Holy Spirit indwells us and leads and guides us and prompts us. And so that the Holy Spirit would, would, would speak to us and point to us the way of Christ. And so what we've then got to believe is every time I gather here with my brothers and sisters, what we have got to believe is that God the Holy Spirit can use them to speak wisdom into my life. And if I ignore them, maybe I am ignoring the wisdom that God has put into my life. Sometimes here's what we do. We come and we tell people, I got a job in Spain and I'm going and working. And all the people can, of God can do at that time is say, is say, great, we'll pray for you. But why not do this? Why not go to the people of God and say, I'm thinking of changing my job. I'm thinking of moving to Spain. Would you pray for me? Would you help me? Would you, would you point me to the word? Would you help me with my decision? Will you speak wisdom into my life? We're called not to ignore the people of God around us. But we are so individualistic that we don't hear their words. We want to make our own decisions. But God has put us in a family. Do you know there's a reason we call each other brother and sister? Why? We have a father. <laughs> We have brothers and sisters and we have a father. And what does that mean? If we have brothers and sisters and we have a father, what does that mean? We have a family. And often, do you know what we do in our decisions? We ignore our family and we go our own way. I think that would be 
a way of foolishness. You don't have to run every decision by your family. But why wouldn't you? Why wouldn't you ask people to pray? Why wouldn't you ask people to point you to the Scripture? Why wouldn't you ask people to direct you to Jesus? The wisdom of God is shouted at us through Christ, through prayer, through the Word, and through His people. Are you listening? And one of the reasons we don't listen, frankly, is this. We are foolish. (laughs) We're foolish. And he describes the fool to us back in verse 23. He actually talks about three people. Here's why we don't listen to wisdom. Verse 22, it says this. How long, O simple ones, will you love being simple? How long, scoffers, will you delight in their scoffing? And fools hate knowledge. He describes three types of foolish people. The simple, the scoffer, and the fool. And this is who we are. When we get wisdom, this is what we end up doing. We end up acting like the simple one. The simple one is not the one with the low IQ. The simple one is this. Have you ever done this? Just be honest with yourself. Have you ever asked someone advice for something because you know you're supposed to ask them advice, but you have no intention of listening to them? Have you ever done that? How on earth, Shane, did you think of that example? Very, very easily. Very, very easily. You ask someone because you know that's what you're supposed to do. But anyway, do you know what you're going to do? You're just going to do what you're going to do. We need to listen to the wisdom of God. Are we going to be the simple that just ask someone advice but ignore it anyway? Or else the scoffer. Have you ever done this? Have you ever asked someone for advice, asked someone for their wisdom, and they give it to you, and then you walk away from that person who has given you advice and wisdom and said to yourself, what are they on about? They're not wise at all. They're foolish. What is that? That's the mocker. Walking away and not hearing the wisdom of God that has been given unto your life. And yes, of course, people are flawed. they're, They're not the Spirit of God. They're not the Word of God. But we're called to listen to the people of God because that is how God, one of the ways God can speak the wisdom of God into your life. And finally, we can be like the fool. Have you ever asked people a question and you haven't got the right answer? So then you move to the next person and you still don't get the right answer. So then you move to the next person and you're waiting. What are you waiting for? You're waiting for the answer that you want. So you can ultimately make the decision that you want. That's foolishness. That's foolishness. Do you know what might actually be good? If your brother and sister presses you on the decisions that you have to make in your life, it's not a bad thing if they say what you don't want to hear. Maybe, just maybe, that could be God speaking His wisdom into your life, saying, hold up, wait a moment. It could be. Are we going to be the simple? Are we going to be the mockers? Are we going to be the fools? I will confess to you, many times in my life, I am a simple, mocking fool. But there is hope for the fool. And that's how this proverb ends. Verse 33. But. That is one of the greatest gospel words in the Bible. But. 
Whoever listens to me will dwell secure and will be at ease without dread of disaster. If you would listen to the way of wisdom, there is life for the fool. If you would listen to the way of Christ, there is life for the fool. And if we hear the wisdom of Christ, we will dwell securely with Him forever. This week, you will have thousands upon thousands upon thousands of decisions that you will have to make and you will have a choice before you. Wisdom or foolishness. Wisdom or foolishness. Wisdom or foolishness. One is the way that leads to death. The other is the way that leads to life. Which way are you going to choose? Let us pray. Lord Jesus, we thank you for your words of wisdom to our hearts. Lord, we pray that we would be those who choose the way of wisdom. Lord, often there are times that we confess that we are foolish, simple, mocking. But Lord, you have put so many avenues of wisdom that can speak into our lives. You've put the people of God around us, Lord. And I pray that we would be people who invite that wisdom into our lives. You've put the Word of God in our hands. You've given us prayer. And you have given us Christ. Lord, I pray that we would be those people who don't just walk on by, but those who would listen to the wisdom of Christ. In your name we pray these things. Amen.